Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Hey, it's Elaine Starling, and I am really excited to chat with you today because I got a big aha. I got a major download this morning that just blew me away. And I wanted to share it with you because I think it's important. It's something that all of us struggle with and all of us need to learn how to cope and how to deal in this crazy world that we're living in. So it all starts with something called the 10-80-10 rule. And I got this out of the book, The Survivor's Club. I don't know if you can see this, I'll make sure that there's a link to it. But I love that in this book, they talk about something called the theory of 10-80-10. I call it the 10-80-10 rule. And it was discovered by a guy named John Leach, who teaches um, people who are in life and death situations because they're in the military and they're doing some really dangerous secret ops type stuff. They're literally in life and death situations. And he discovered that out of all these people, 10% of them are natural leaders. They quickly assess the situation. They get a figure feel for you know, what the goal is and the resources and tools that they have available. And they assign people and they move out real fast. 80% of people have no clue what to do. They are followers and they keep an eye out for a leader. Who has a plan? How can I support them? Let's get this sucker going and make it happen. 80% of people are followers. The final 10% are in such a state of emotional overwhelm that in life and death situations, they don't survive. They literally do not survive. You can try to save them and somehow things go awry. They're just so overwhelmed, they can't process effectively. And I think we are all struggling with these three phases as we go through life. And emotional overwhelm is really, really challenging because it's when you feel the most vulnerable. It's when you feel like, you tend to be beating yourself up a lot and you feel trapped. And the problem is because you feel so helpless, you tend to isolate yourself. And that is the opposite of what you need to do when you feel vulnerable. I was recently reminded of Brene Brown's brilliant book called The Gift of Imperfection. And she talks about the biggest human paradox that we all deal with. Here's the irony. The thing that we crave the most is a deep and meaningful human connection that we would just give everything to be able to feel at least one deep, meaningful human connection, human relationship in our lives. We desperately want that. Now, what we fear hugely is being vulnerable. We want to feel like we got our stuff together. We know what we're doing. We're strong. We're capable. We're resourceful. You know, we don't want to let them see us sweat, right? We want to come across as perfect. Well, the irony here, the paradox here is Brene Brown discovered that the only way you can actually have a deep and meaningful relationship with another human being is when you're willing to be vulnerable 
first. You go first. You share what you're struggling with and where you're at. And by doing that, you create this incredible opportunity. There are actually three huge blessings that come from vulnerability. The first one is it's a very clear sign that you are ready to grow. Because think about it this way, you know, when you've got your stuff together and you know what to do and everything's just easy for you, you know, you're trucking along and it's just chop wood, carry water. It's the same old thing every day and no big deal. You know exactly what to do. There's a certain level of comfort in that, but it's also kind of boring because been there, done that. And every once in a while, you're thrown a curve where you have to figure something out. It is not the day as usual for you. And it's stressful because you don't know what to do. And you get into the state of anxiety and frustration and overwhelm because there's just so much happening and you don't know how to get on top of all of it. Well, that is a clear sign that you are ready for more because you mastered what came before. That's why it was so easy and comfortable. Now you're ready to grow. You're ready to discover your gifts, to, to realize your own strengths and to face your limiting beliefs. That is the message inside your vulnerability. The first message, you are ready to grow and you've got this. The second message is you're ready to connect deeply with others. And I'm gonna show you exactly how to do that in a minute. But that is the second blessing. It gives you the opportunity to connect deeply with others. Because when you've got everything going great, yeah, to a degree, that's fine. But you're sort of separate from the rest of us because I don't know about you, but I'm a definitely a work in progress. <laughs> I mess up a lot in a lot of different areas. And of course, I never like to show my vulnerabilities. Who does? But being willing to do that, it makes you more relatable. It makes you more uh, understandable. And people are more interested in you because you're a normal human being and you've got challenges, you've got issues, and you're willing to reach out for support and help. You're actually showing people that you believe in them, that you value them, that you cherish their contribution in your life. That's a huge compliment to people. And when you just push them away and, oh, I got this, I got it all figured out, it's all on me, I know how I happen to do everything. No, stop being a martyr. Stop being a partner. Stop. Start collaborating with people instead of pushing them away. That is the second key message and blessing that comes from vulnerability. You get to step up and be a true partner by collaborating with others on whatever it is that's bothering you. The third thing that is a massive blessing from vulnerability is you are much more receptive to divine guidance. Now, I'm not a pro in the Bible by any stretch of the imagination, but I have heard many, many stories where there's some hero in the Bible who finally got so fed up. They're like, okay, fine, forget it. Have it your way, God, Jesus, the divine, whatever. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Okay, fine. I'm just good. It, it just reminds me a lot of a, a teenager who's really ticked off and rolling their eyes. Going, okay, fine. Have it your way. Fine. And I certainly got to that point when I was working on all of this material uh, for the abundance journey. So that's the third blessing. The third blessing of vulnerability is it actually makes you much more receptive to divine guidance because you're stuck. <laughs> you're really stuck. 
And you can't figure it out on your own. And the more you keep trying to, the more you tie yourself in knots and you go in circles and you don't get anything done. And the worse you feel, and the more you try to isolate, and it's just a downward spiral. And fortunately, most of us get to a point eventually where we go, okay, <laughs> something has to change. Time out here. I'm ready for something new and different. Okay, divine, show me the path. That's a huge blessing when you're willing to get to that spot and not put it all on yourself, but recognize that you're in partnership with the divine and ask for help. That is so important. So now I'm going to show you exactly how to harness the blessings of vulnerability. And then I'm going to do it myself because I got to walk my talk. It's not enough to just explain it. I want to do it with you. And I, it makes me really uncomfortable to think about it because I like being vulnerable. <laughs> being vulnerable, but that's what I got to do. So there are five steps. The first step is sharing. This is what I want to create. This is my intention. What I want to create is how I want to feel while I accomplish this goal. And this goal that I have isn't just for me. This goal that I have actually benefits a lot of other people at the same time. And I hope they feel this way about it too. That's my intention. So step one is sharing my intention, what I want to create. Step two is this is how I feel about it right now. And I'm stuck in a space of emotional overwhelm. I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed. I'm ticked off. I'm confused. I'm just, oh, no idea which way's up. Okay. Own your truth. Own how you feel. And be really clear with people. I need help. Mm. But the third step that you want to share with people is this is what I've done so far. And this has kind of been my approach to it. You want to be able to get an objective perspective on what you have in place and what you've been trying to do, because people can't really help you. I mean, if they're constantly throwing out ideas and you're like, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I tried that. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not really listening and you're not really receptive to the blessings that are there for you. So it helps a lot if you let people know, this is what I've tried. And here are the barriers I've run into. And here are the frustrations that have come up for me as I tried to do this thing. And I don't know what to do. So step four is to say, I'm curious. Steps one through three, this is where you're in that state of emotional overwhelm and you're owning it. You're like, hey, I am vulnerable right now. And this is just where I am. I'm in that 10% and I don't plan on staying here for very long. So I'm just going to own where I am and be frankly open and vulnerable with you. Those are the first three steps. Ooh, I'm getting emotional about it. Step four is where you transfer out of emotional overwhelm and into being a follower. And it starts with a very simple phrase. I'm curious. I'm curious. It's amazing how everything shifts as soon as you get out of that emotional overwhelm. It's all about me. And now I'm curious and I'm leaning in and I want your support. So I immediately start asking questions like, you know, what have you tried that worked for you? Uh, how would you have approached something like this? Is there something that I missed? Am I maybe looking for the wrong outcome and maybe I shouldn't? Expect that I'd be that far along, that there's actually some baby steps here that I'm ignoring, that I've accomplished, and I'm further along than I think I am. You know, 
what give me a new perspective on the stuff I'm already doing and give me some new ideas and new resources and connections and introduce me to people or share courses or anything that can help me move towards my intention. I'm curious, what could you help me with? How could you help me get a little bit further? That's step four. And that's when you're moving out of emotional overwhelm and into being a follower and asking for guidance, okay? Then step five is, aha, I've got my clear intention. I know what I want to do. And I've figured out the step-by-step process to get me there. Woohoo! Because this is where you shift out of that state of being curious and into a state of confidence. You see what we've done here? You go from emotional overwhelm, where you're that struggling 10% that isn't going to survive if you stay there. And then you shift into being a follower by saying, I'm curious. And you start asking questions and you Google stuff and you talk to people and you ask things and you try things and you experiment. Okay. And you're going to bounce around a bit and that's okay. 80% of people are bouncing around. You're in very good company. And then the final 10% is when you develop the sense of confidence. Hey, I've got a system that works. I've got a process that really works for me. And as you start sharing that with other people, you are automatically a leader. Now, I want to make a very important distinction here because a lot of people get confused. And I myself was one of them. I kept buying program after program. I'd go to masterminds. I'd pay a lot of money for coaching. And I kept thinking, this mentor has my answer. Yeah, they can read my mind and somehow summarize everything I need to know in perfect order, and poof, it's all done instantly for me. Won't that be lovely? That's not what leaders do. Sorry. You are the only person who can live your life. Only you can live your life. What a leader can do is really help you clarify, this is your intention. This is what you want to create, how you want to feel about it, how you want others to feel about it as you are creating it and because you created it. And then they give you a step-by-step process that focuses your attention on exactly what you need to do to create your intention. You get me? It's all about your intention and your attention. So as you move out of that emotional overwhelm into curiosity and then into confidence, everything shifts. Okay, now it's my turn. I don't like this part because I really don't like being vulnerable. I like to feel like I've got it all organized. I've got it all together. But this is something that I feel very strongly about. And so I am really emotional about it. So step one, what I want to create, and this is sharing my intention. Now, for those of you who don't know, I was blessed on New Year's Day 2005 to have a stroke. And I always say blessed because during my stroke, I got to have a conversation with our higher power. I got an amazing download. And at the end of the conversation, I was asked, are you sure you're done? And I was like, no, no, I've got lots of stuff going on. I'm in the middle of my vacation. It's all really good. And no, 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 you said you were done thrashing. You said that you could die happy. Are you sure you're done? Because if you're sure you're done, we can use that ectoplasm for something else. Are you really sure you're done? And he said, whoa, no, no, I am not done. I knew I was close. I knew I'd gotten this amazing information from the divine and I needed to share it. 
And so I made this commitment. I made an intention with the divine to share what I'd learned with as many people as possible around the world. And the reason for that is because I know it will radically increase their abundance. It will completely change our relationships, how we communicate and collaborate together. And quite frankly, it will save our planet. It will save our world. It's that important. And I've gotten feedback from brilliant energy workers and people who really understand this stuff. And they're like, this is huge and you really need to get on it. And so step two is how I feel about it. I had this amazing conversation with the divine and I made this commitment. And that was 2005, New Year's Day, 2005. And I'm recording this in June of 2023. It's taken me a long time to figure out how to explain this stuff to people and make it simple and make it easy. And so I get really stressed out. I feel this sense of urgency. It's like, how much rope do I get, right? You know, how patient is the divine going to be? So I get really stressed out. I'm like, you know, am I not explaining it well enough? Or are people not going to get it? Or maybe they get it, but they don't actually implement it. And so the thing that I realized about all of these questions that I'm asking myself when I get stressed out and overwhelmed, I'm trying to control everything. I'm trying to control everything. I'm trying to control every person I talk to to get them to read my mind and have that same experience with the divine that I had. And just like a mentor can't read my mind and poof, make everything happen, I can't do that for you either. The best thing I can do is show you a step-by-step process and make it really easy for you to get there with me. That's the best I can do. But I'm still stuck in this emotional overwhelm because I've done a lot of things and I've put a lot of things together and I really want to make sure that I'm doing it well and that I'm making a difference. And that's where I need your help. So step three is to share what I've done so far and the approach that I've taken. So the first thing is my TEDx talk. It's called Abundance is a Choice. And as of today, it has a little over 311,000 views. My goal is 10 million views. So I don't know what you might do to help me, but I would really appreciate it if you would watch my TED Talk. If you've already watched it, please watch it again. Even if you've shared it before, please share it again. There may be new insights, new perspective, new ideas that come to you. Maybe you could share how you're applying it in your life. Riff off of what I say in the TED Talk and expand upon it. Turn it into your material because we need to get the message out there. And the faster, the better. The second thing that I've done is I have a brand new book called Five Steps to Activate Your Abundance. It's going to be coming out soon. I'm working on some cartoons that will be in the book that illustrate the key points. And my objective in having cartoons is to make it much easier for people in different languages to understand the content. I want worldwide distribution. That's really important to me. I also have something called the Activate Abundance Training so that people learn how to use that five-step process automatically with every thought, with every conversation, with every action, because it's the fastest way to create abundance and to create better relationships. 
fastest way to do that. I also have the Abundance Journey live experience, and that teaches people exactly how life works and all the blessings that are available to them. This is everything I learned from the divine during my stroke. So those are all the different things that I have put together, okay? So step four, I'm curious. And I kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit on this one, because first of all, how can I get more people to watch my TED Talk, right? If you're willing to watch it again, share it again, great. I would so appreciate that. I also would really love your advice and counsel if you've done anything to make your book an international bestseller. I would love to know what you did, the techniques you used, and you know who could you introduce me to who's a book reviewer or a book promoter? Who do you know who transcribes books into different languages? And I really want to share a funny story with you right now because it's very relevant to me. My husband and I love watching French murder mysteries, and we have been enjoying this particular series for a while. We don't speak French fluently, and they speak so quickly, we cannot keep up. We have to read the transcripts. So we're reading the transcripts, and every once in a while, there's something that is translated, and it doesn't quite make the connection because I know it's an expression. It's a French expression, but the way it's been translated is... He's taking a piss. <laughs> and so my husband and I immediately look at each other. We start laughing. We're like, wow, does this guy have an incontinence problem? <laughs> you know, too much information. It, the problem is it immediately takes me out of the transformation I'm experiencing from the story. It distracts me totally from the key message that they're trying to communicate. And instead, I start brainstorming with my husband and like, what does that mean? Is it like he's taking a stab at it? Uh, he's trying it on for size. He's giving it a shot. He's winging it. He's taking a flyer on this. I don't know. I don't know what the American expression is for that French expression saying, you know. So I want to make sure that my book, which is full of American expressions, <laughs> I want that translated in a way that incorporates each individual language's unique expression so that it makes sense. I don't want to distract people and take them off course or confuse people with the book. I want it to really make sense. So I so appreciate you listening to this and being a part of this. And if you have any ideas or suggestions or recommendations or people you want to introduce me to, please send me an email. That's the best way to get my attention. My email address is Elaine at theabundancejourney.com. That's Elaine at theabundancejourney.com. And I will be activating abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Wow. This has been a really emotional conversation for me. And I so appreciate you being here with me. And I want to share in terms of activating abundance. So obviously, first of all, 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable. I'm sure plenty of people just decided this was too much and left and didn't bother watching everything. But if you're still here, you are willing to stick around and be present for me. And your willingness to be present for me is powerful. It means a lot. And I really, really appreciate it. That's gratitude. That's step one of the activated abundance process. Step two is to acknowledge something you learned that's kind of an aha, an insight, a light bulb moment for you. And the big light bulb moment for me was the blessings inside vulnerability. That was the big aha that I got in the download this morning from the divine. The three blessings, I'm ready to grow. I can get beyond where I am now. There's more for me, more blessings. I just have to be willing to grow and lean in. And then also, it gives me an opportunity to connect more deeply with people and to have deeper, richer relationships. It's the best and highest, most valuable thing you can ever experience in your life. It brings the most life satisfaction and joy and fulfillment to have deep, meaningful relationships. That's a massive blessing in vulnerability. And third, it makes you much more receptive to divine guidance. That insight, that download was like, whoa, seriously? That's pretty darn cool. I want to acknowledge those three blessings. Step three in the Activate Abundance process is to appreciate the difference it will make in your life when you use this. This was a challenge for me. God, this was really hard for me to do this video for you and step in and own how I feel and own how challenged I am and overwhelmed and frustrated and just like lost at times. And it's not all the time. I go through waves, right? It sounds like I'm really organized and I got my stuff together, but I thought long and hard about how to explain this to you. And I so appreciate that now, instead of resisting feeling vulnerable, instead, I'll go, wait a minute. There are three blessings here for me right now, if I'm willing to receive them. It's my choice. That superpower of choice, that's on me. I get to decide how I want to live my life. How cool that I can get three blessings when I'm feeling so stressed out. It's a sign that three blessings are here and present for me. That's awesome. Step four of the activate abundance process is you activate it. There are actually three ways to activate it. You pull out the calendar and you schedule time. You create a physical trigger for yourself, an anchor, so that you remember to show up in a certain way. And the third way is you make a commitment on what you're going to do differently. So for me, I'm going to make a commitment and I'm going to create an anchor because I have to own how I feel. When you're vulnerable, you're really vulnerable. You know, it's hard. It's a tough space to be in and it's not a lot of fun. So it's so important that you own how you feel and you be... <laughs> comfortable and confident in owning how you feel because it's real to you. Whatever you're going through right now, it's totally real for you. So I put my hand on my heart and I'm going to own how I feel. And I'm going to lean into that vulnerability and remind myself of the three benefits, the three blessings that are present whenever I feel vulnerable. And it's my choice to accept them. 
And I'm going to take on that challenge. And I'm going to be open and vulnerable more often because I don't have all the answers. I don't. But you've got some of them. And I would love to hear your ideas. It means so much to me. Step five is celebrate your progress. I mean, yeah, I need to blow my nose, but wow, it's very cathartic, you know, to go through this and own how you feel and see a path out. That's what I really, really wanted to do for you with this whole thing with the 108010 rule. It seems like you're screwed when you're in that emotional overwhelm space. You're not. You're just vulnerable and ready to grow, create incredible connections with people, and receive divine guidance. You are poised for greatness. The rocket ship just ignited. That's what that means. And you're about to take off. So immediately acknowledge how you feel. Get into that space of curiosity and wonder and excitement that all these wonderful resources and ideas are going to flow to you from other people. You can be a follower. You don't have to have it all figured out and you don't have to try to control everything. Wow, what a concept. And then when you do get to that space of, hey, I've got a system, I've got a process. I know how to handle vulnerability. You share it with people and you live it. How can it get even better than this? Thank you. Thank you so much. And please... Please do take me up on it. If you have any ideas, any resources, any connections, any introductions you want to make, please contact me at Elaine at theabundancejourney.com. Thank you. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.